Hashtag SAFM Life Happens. It is now 19 minutes to 2 and we're turning our attention to life phenomics where life meets economics and we're talking about climbing the corporate ladder, self-improvement. How do you grow in your professional capacity? Well, last Monday, if you'll remember, uh, we were speaking about buying cars and speaking about how you need to negotiate the price and not just settle on the price that you've been given for that vehicle. And then it came out that uh, in that conversation, we found out that women are not the best at negotiating negotiating, right? Sometimes we struggle to name our price. We struggle uh, when it comes to knowing our value and how you can, you know, look at a person dead in the eye and name whatever price that you want to to name. Some of us get it right. A lot of us don't. So as a result, uh, you know, we shortchange ourselves when it comes to climbing the corporate ladder, negotiating our salaries, or even when it comes to um, what we know we deserve in relationships. You know, it's simple. Lifeonomics, as we call it here on Life Happens, uh, but it's not always as simple as one thing. So I took that seriously and we thought to ourselves, how do we actually track someone who's grown in their own professional uh, capacity? How do we look at someone who's been able to ex- uh, succeed um, at, um, you know, at growing in their career? And then maybe we can replicate that in our different areas as well. So someone who has managed to do so well is a sales manager at Coca-Cola Beverages South Africa for the East Rand District. It's Lebohang um, Munyai. Uh, Lebohang started as a sales learner, right? So the equivalent of an intern as it were with the company this was back in 2007 Uh, since then she's acted as a new business development manager for district east rand six months after joining the business right so she entered six months later boom first promotion while still completing her learning program which ended in june 2008 right and then in july 2008 she applied for the trainee account manager position in devland and was appointed lebu then completed her cap in four months since her appointment into this role But wait, there's more. She was then promoted to account manager in November 2008. And then in 2010, she received a platinum award for best execution score. And then she got promoted to district sales coach in July 2012. And later, sales team leader for the local trade in April 2014, before being appointed as a sales manager for District East Rand in April 2017. She was a modern trade team leader looking for account managers within the Soweto area. And since her current role, Lebu has received the top sales manager award in that region and this included a trip to the 2018 FIFA World Cup in Russia. So this has been a busy woman but I think tracking her success story at least will be able to glean some pearls of wisdom on how we can grow really uh, in our individual areas or small spheres of influence. So Lebza, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome, welcome, thank you. Thank you. Tell me a little bit about your journey because yes, it seems like it was something that's made out of a dream, Minje. You know, you just grow and grow and grow. What has that journey been like for you? Sure. Okay. Um, it's been a very interesting journey. I mean, I come from a background where um, I actually come from a disadvantaged background. Mm. So, yeah, so I didn't have that many opportunities. I mean, in school, when I went to varsity, um, I started via NEFS so yeah so it's it's been an interesting journey but in terms of me landing in the company i mean i started as a sales learner started from the bottom mm. and, and 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 obviously worked my way up so it's basically based on yeah on hard work 
hard work and dedication that's what led me to be where I am today. Yeah. You know, sometimes um, people have an idea of the career that they want to go into. Maybe when you grow up, you're like, oh, I want to be a lawyer or oh, I want to be this, I want to be that. But situations and circumstances lead us down a particular path that we may not have envisaged for ourselves. When you look back on your career, is this something that you had wanted to do or you were perhaps put in a corner and this was the only way out? Um, I would say probably put in a corner. I mean, uh, when I was uh, looking for an institution or way to study, I um, was looking to study in IT. And um, yeah, so but then at the time, the, the IT, the classes were full. So I needed to uh, choose another course. And this is how I landed in marketing. And since then, I've never looked back because I've always been in the sales and marketing environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you start at the bottom, look, you are not the only person to, to start Hey, uh, as an intern when you go into that particular company. I'm sure there are a lot of you. Um, you're all excited. You all want something permanent. You're hoping they'll give you something. What made you stand out um, against everybody else that was with you there? Um, why did they offer you a more permanent position? Okay, I think uh, basically my, uh, my, I'm enthusiastic, um, I'm a hard worker, um, I'm always determined, dedicated in what I do. So yeah, I think that's what made me stand out from the rest. Um, yeah. Your your steps seem very calculated. Ne? It looks like there was a deliberate plan here. I mean, when we track how you entered uh, as a sales learner in 2007, and then even before you had done your learnership, uh, you were already given a promotion as a new business development manager. And then in 20, uh, 2008, you apply for trainee account manager, so on and so forth. It sort of looks like steps. Ne? It looks like it was very calculated and very deliberate. Was it deliberate or was it just a case of serendipity? You just sort of found yourself moving along and growing in this field? Um, I would say um, I found myself moving in the field. I mean, not necessarily because I'm actually a hard worker. So over the years, what made me to go up the ladder is obviously um, my achievements. So yeah, I think that's what made me to get to where I am today and to get promoted to the positions that I've done, yeah, in the past. Yeah. And what are some of the sacrifices that uh, one has to make if you want to grow? Um... Sure. Sacrifices. I mean, um, sometimes even with friends, I mean, you know, I used to have a lot of friends back then. Um, I don't because I've managed to focus only on my career um, along the way. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think friends, yes, sacrifices. They're studying also in between. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the studies. How did you improve on yourself? What are some of the things that you, you studied and improved on? Okay. Um, so, Currently, I'm actually um, studying um, an advanced course in management practice. So that's one of the courses that the company has actually uh, nominated me to um, do, so to improve on my skills. Um, but over the years, I've been through a lot of training with the company that has improved my my learnings Yeah, within the company. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the corporate environment... Some people might say it's not conducive towards learning. You'll find some of the older people who are there. They don't want to see the young ones progressing. Or you'll find that, hey, the structures, you know, this is some of the structures do not allow uh, for you to apply for a particular job, etc. Did you find at all um, in your experience of corporate South Africa, did you find that there were those kind of challenges? And if so, how did you overcome? 
Um, I mean, when I started in the company, I was very young. I was only 22 years old. And obviously, there were people after me who've been there in the company. Um, but I think what stood out was just the, um, the hard work and, yeah, in between. So, yeah. And what are some career highlights for you? What are those things that you look back on? Because I can see you've wrote your notes, you're nice and prepared, which speaks to your work ethic as well. So when you look back at some of those, um, those notes that you prepared, your journey in the company, what are some of the things that stand out for you? Okay, um, one of the things that stand out for me the most is winning the focus area incentive. I mean, it's a volume incentive that we had in the company. Um, yeah, so I was placed in this area and there was a lot of negativity in terms of people saying to me, I will not make it in the area because um, the area had already grown so much. And uh, yeah, so but then I obviously um, proved them wrong. And um, with the area that I was looking after, I mean, I the area actually won the incentive um, three years in a row. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, that was a great achievement for me in the company. And how did you get that right? Um, teamwork with the team. Um, I mean, winning and a competitive nature is in my DNA. Um, so I always strive to excel, but then obviously the continuous coaching and support, supporting the team, um, obviously not only just pointing out errors, but giving positive feedback towards the team. Um, I also love developing people and, um, I'm passionate, that are passionate, yeah. I love developing people that are passionate and willing to go the extra mile. So that's that's how I managed to um, get the guys, to obviously my team, to mm-hmm. get to where, where we were, yeah, where we got to. And so when you look back at your career and the steps, those people who might come to you and say, oh, you know, you've changed. Uh, you used to be like this and like that. Now, since you know, you're the boss and, you know, we don't know how to relate to you. How do you deal with those human dynamics and those relationships? You come into a company, you start out at the bottom with everybody else. You work your way up to the top. And those people that you used to have lunch with, you are now their boss. You know, how do you deal with some of those stresses or those frustrations that come with success? Okay, firstly, I never let anyone um, put me down. Um, I know my worth. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't let stereotypes uh, limit my potential. Um, yeah, so I always want to raise the bar and, and um, creating that gap between people around me. So that's how I've always managed to be different from the rest, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. One thing that I also love about watching people's uh, stories of, you know, how we started at the bottom, now we're here, you know, is I, I, I love seeing whether or not there's a, a plan that they have then going forward and how there are mentors who help you to reach that goal and how then you sit down and start calculating your steps. Because at first, you know, it just, so, it just sort of happens and then now they say we are grooming you for this position has there been such a thing for you and how important has that been you know mentors around you a plan to to say this is where we want to see you in five ten years um okay um i i have a very supportive boss boss right so i feel like he's the one who's actually uh, helping me to grow in the company um currently in the role that i'm in um to be a better leader um yeah so as a mentor uh, he's i would say he's also my mentor because he's always trying to um close out to those personal gaps that i have um yeah so um so yeah, but in overall, I I want to uh, inspire others um, to dream bigger and yeah, to be greater at what they do. So yeah, so um, 
Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Mm. And especially young women, I find as well, because sometimes we shrink back. Ne? We think, oh, I want to start a family. I want to do this. I want to do that. And there's nothing wrong with those things in and of themselves. But sometimes we're put in a position where we think I'm, I, I just can't be overseeing men or I can't be see, overseeing older people because, you know, I'm just a young woman. And you're small in frame as well. I must tell the listener in stature, she's tiny, but, you know, she commands authority wherever she goes. So when you look at a, a young woman, entering the company what sort of advice would you have to say to them to say you're a woman yes you're young yes you may have personal ambitions as well but professionally you can do abc what do you have to say to them um i would say that as a, a female leader um you need to um yeah i feel like as a female leader you need to um Embrace starting at the bottom and also um, know that anything is impossible where you put your mind to. Um, yeah, and just dream bigger, dream big as a leader. And mm. yeah, and set an, and lead by example. And how do you balance then your personal life and your professional life? Okay, how I balance my life, um, uh, outside of work, um, I play hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I play hockey. I play for um, a club. And also, um, I also do hiking. Um, yeah, so I love uh, being outdoors in nature, um, away from the chaos of life. And yeah, just to reconnect with myself and um, to get peace of mind and well-being. Yeah. Love it. Let's take a quick break and we'll wrap up this conversation in just a moment. Stay with us. Reason to be cheerful. 1 to 3 p.m. Ayanda Ali Payne on SAFM. All right, in our Lifeonomics section today, we're talking about climbing the corporate ladder and we have a case study, as it were. Uh, we have Lebu. Uh, Lebu Khang uh, Moinyai is the sales manager at Coca-Cola Beverages South Africa for the East Rand District. She literally started from the bottom as an intern. With her learnership, she was able to grow and to really progress and go from one level to another and another and another. She's, leaving and, uh, she's leading, I should say, a dynamic team right now. Some people are older than her. Others are male, you name it, and she's able to to really lead with such tremendous authority. She's received a number of accolades. If I have to read them again, we're not going to have enough time to ask her uh, the last few questions that we have. But quite an impressive looking CV. But Lebu, before we let you go, how does it feel to then have your work acknowledged to such a level where you even win a trip to the 2018 FIFA World Cup in Russia? Um, you win top sales manager award in the region. When you have people who are saying we can see the hard work that you're doing. Doing and we think that you should get an award for it. How does that make you feel? Sure, it makes me feel good. Um, it makes me feel that I'm acknowledged. Um, yeah, so yeah. Hmm. It's mm. a good feeling. It yeah? is a really good feeling. And then, and very quickly, you know, millennials are, are said to be, you know, restless. There's a lot of people who say, "I will never be in a company more than five years. I will never do this. I will do that. I'm just going to job hop, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Um, what value is there in staying and growing with a company and organization and seeing yourself take, um, you know, a particular direction? Start out with nothing and go to such an extent where you are today. What value do you think there is there in investing in your company and growing with the company um what value um mm. i would say would you advise it yeah i mm. would advise it i mean you learn you know you learn a lot 
in the company you learn a lot i mean i mean i didn't stay in one position i moved along the ranks in different positions and in different posi- in those different positions it required me in a different scale so i feel like um it's a, it was a good opportunity for me um the company has uh, endless uh, opportunities for me to, to grow and yeah to prove I mean, I improve that. Um, I improve just by looking at my journey in the company. Yeah, that there yeah. are channels for you to improve. Yeah. Now, tell me, could we possibly see one day Label being a CEO? Where to from here? What do you hope to achieve? Um, yes, definitely. I would like to be, my next move would then be to be in a senior role, mm-hmm. a senior management role. So, yeah, I see myself um, moving along that direction in the next five years. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you very much for your input, for your time. I've loved the discussion. I think for from me, what I gleaned is that if you are going to grow in whichever direction that you want to go to, perhaps it's a new venture, maybe it's a different position in the same company, uh, whatever the case may be, position yourself, know where you want to go, right? Always be willing to learn. Lebo did mention that whatever role she uh, took, um, she made sure that she grows and, and, and increases her capacity to be the best that she can be in that particular position let your work speak for itself hard work hard work cannot be cheated right we can say yes don't work hard work smart mm -hmm, but put in those hours those extra hours that will set you apart and then understand that no task is below you i think i've loved that from label to say in any position or any role be willing to be that person who goes the extra mile. Don't say, "Ah, uh-uh, this is not part of my job description. This is beneath me. Pay attention to the numbers. Make sure that you are able to grow um, and that you can quantify that kind of growth. She mentioned that, you know, sales volumes were already large in the area that she was entering, but she managed to even, you know, multiply that, you know, the runs and cents are very important. The statistics you cannot overlook and then communicate clearly, be able to communicate with your team members, be able to communicate your intent Tensions with your boss as well. She, meant, she mentioned the mentor-mentee relationship that she has with her boss. Um, you must be able to say, this is where I'd like to see myself in the next five years or so. And they play well with others. Hey, teamwork makes the dream work. That's how we wrap up our life economics, uh, uh, climbing the corporate ladder 101 discussion. It is now a minute after two.